This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms continue to drop through the 40s and into the 30s. So a bit of a colder start to the day tomorrow with a high temperature around 55 degrees. We'll have a beautiful day, nice sunrise and sunset with partly to mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Manassas 31, Metro Center 38, and Frederick, Maryland 33. A lot of suburbs falling to 30 overnight. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sokos. Coming up on WTOP. The teenager who killed her friend over sweet and sour sauce will remain in a detention center. She has to be held accountable. I'm Heather Gustafson. What more have we learned about what police call a one-man crime spree across D.C. and Prince George's County this week? We're talking about our children. Maryland leaders look to crack down on juvenile crime. I'm Nick Ainelli. Also, uh, some breaking news tonight. An arrest in the assault of a local rabbi who took a rideshare. Several possible future owners and Maryland's governor react to a deal to sell the O's. I'm Mike Marilla. And Mark Zuckerberg apologizes before parents who lost their kids due to activities on social media. We'll have more coming up. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. A dozen people in Boise, Idaho, have been injured in a building collapse on airport property. The hangar is owned by a private business, Boise Fire Operations Chief Aaron Hummel. There was a, a large-scale collapse of the building, the framework of the building. Uh, I don't know what caused it, uh, but I can tell you that it was a, a pretty uh, global collapse that occurred. The main structural members uh, came down. It was fairly catastrophic. No word on conditions. Another atmospheric river bears down on the West Coast, bringing heavy rains and high winds. Weather Channel meteorologist Chris Warren. Going to see a lot of snow in the mountains, feet of snow, but possibly flooding rainfall is expected across, especially some of the mountains in California, landslides possible. The Senate holds a heated online child safety hearing. Social media CEOs with TikTok, Snap, Meta, X and Discord faced questions over sexual exploitation protections. CBS's Joe Ling Kent was Mr. Zuckerberg, what the hell were you thinking? Snap CEO Evan Spiegel also aggressively questioned. Did you or ever, and everyone else at Snap really fail to see that the platform was the perfect tool for sexual predators? Senator, that behavior is disgusting and reprehensible. For Tammy Rodriguez, whose 11-year-old daughter died by suicide. I'm very happy with the senator's questions. They were very pointed, um, but I was not happy with the responses. Some members of Congress are pushing to amend a law that shields most tech giants from being sued by users. CBS's Jim Crisula reports on an agreement between an e-commerce giant and Washington. eBay will pay a $59 million settlement with the U.S. Justice Department over thousands of pill press machines sold on its platform. Federal authorities say the machines can be used to make counterfeit pills that are laced with substances like fentanyl. eBay says it did not break any laws and also took its own steps to remove pill-making equipment. 
A heads up, if your destination for a dose of sunshine involves a certain Caribbean destination, CBS's Matt Piper reports. It's where many people go this time of year. But the State Department has raised its travel alert to a level three for Jamaica. It's amid a spate of murders in the Caribbean nation, and they're urging Americans to reconsider visiting the island due to, quote, crime and unreliable medical services. Just days ago, the government issued a warning for the Bahamas, which is now at a level two due to a high number of murders. British police are searching for a suspect after several people were injured with a corrosive substance in London. The Metropolitan Police Force says nine people were hurt, including a woman and two children. No immediate word on their conditions. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 11.03 on WTOP, late Wednesday night, January 31st, 2024. Manassas at 31 degrees and falling to about 30. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with with the uh, top local stories that we're following this hour. And new tonight here on WTOP, this was a killing over nothing more than McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. A judge has sentenced a Waldorf teenager to five years in a D.C. juvenile detention center. This after she pleaded guilty in December to killing her friend, 16-year-old Naima Lagon, outside a D.C. McDonald's last summer. The story from D.C. Superior Court and WTOP's Heather Gustafson. Friends and family of Naima were in court for the sentencing. Her father, Wylise Lagon, says he supports the judge's decision, but... My little girl is gone, and so although she got the sentence to 21, I still don't have my daughter at the end of the day, so... Yeah, forgiveness is, is not in my heart right now. Lagan made a statement in court stating the fight was taken too far and his daughter should not have been killed over sweet and sour sauce. Naima was a, a bright soul uh, with so much potential. And I was just so excited about the person she was going to turn into in the future. And it's just a shame that um, we won't get a chance to see that. I believe a form of justice was served today, but really not justice at all. In the district, Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. Let's go to an update on the deadly one-man crime spree that started on Monday night in D.C. and ended yesterday morning in Prince George's County. It began with a carjacking and shooting, ending when police in New Carrollton shot and killed the suspect. Tonight, we have the suspect's name and age. He was 28-year-old Artel Cunningham of Suitland, Maryland. The New Carrollton police officers involved in the shooting are identified as Sergeant Byron Purnell and Corporal Carlos Batenga. Both officers are on administrative leave. Investigators are still trying to identify a motive. They do say Cunningham may have been experiencing a mental health crisis. At least one person was killed in that crime spree. Another remains in what police are calling very critical condition tonight. There's been an arrest this evening in the Sunday morning assault of a D.C. rabbi. Police say 32-year-old Tyreek Myrick is being charged with simple assault. The incident happened Sunday morning on Connecticut Avenue in Northwest while Myrick worked as a rideshare driver... He had picked up Rabbi Menachem Shemtov from a ride, in fact, for a ride. Shemtov asked him to turn down the volume on the radio, and then Myrick canceled the ride. D.C. police say Shemtov got out of the car. Then Myrick attacked him after complaining that the rabbi had slammed the car door. Police are investigating this attack as potentially motivated by hate or bias. And Myrick, the rideshare driver, he's also being charged with burglary for a separate incident earlier this year. Meantime, what is Maryland doing to crack down on crime among teens? Politicians are working on legislation that would tighten the rules for kids who get tied up in the criminal justice system. The story from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. We're talking about our children. 
We're talking about our future. Governor Wes Moore says new legislation being considered by Maryland lawmakers would increase the possible length of probation for kids and would expand the jurisdiction for the Department of Juvenile Services to include children under 13 for firearms-related offenses and car thefts. We need to rethink how cases are processed for young people. Another piece of the legislation would require police officers who arrest a child to write a report about it each time it happens in order to close gaps between law enforcement and the Department of Juvenile Services. Maryland Senate President Bill Ferguson. The simple truth is that the juvenile justice system in Maryland is not working optimally to provide the best outcomes for children and families. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Now 11.07, if a more than $1.7 billion deal is approved by Major League Baseball owners, the Baltimore Orioles will soon be under new ownership. This evening, we're hearing from some of the possible future owners, including the lead guy, David Rubenstein. He says his eyes are on one prize, the Commissioner's Trophy, that, of course, you get when you win the World Series. More from WTOP's Mike Marillo. The ownership team is led by D.C. area philanthropist and Baltimore native David Rubenstein, who says he's grateful for the opportunity to join the team and says his group of owners has a goal to bring the World Series trophy back to Baltimore. Orioles legend Cal Ripken Jr. would also become a part owner of the team that he says has been a part of his life since he was a child and that he looks forward to the opportunity. Others in the ownership team include NBA Hall of Famer Grant Hill and former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, also the former Baltimore Mayor Kurt Schmoke. Maryland's Governor Wes Moore, in a statement, thanked the Angelos family and welcomed the new owners and says he's proud the transaction will keep the Orioles in Baltimore. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 11.08, now in speeding in Prince William County, school zones could soon land you a ticket in the mail. Speed cameras will be going up around four school zones beginning tomorrow as part of a pilot program. For the first month, if you're caught speeding, you'll just get a warning, and then it's the real thing. You'll get a $100 fine. School Superintendent LaTanya McDade is hoping the cameras make everything safe. Anything that will allow us to get students to school safely during the commute and get them home safely, I am always for. Prince William County will have road message boards in place a week before to alert you to the new cameras. Well, coming up here on WTOP, of course, we've got your full forecast straight ahead. And then Boeing's CEO takes responsibility for that Alaska Airlines incident earlier this month where suddenly there was a hole in the side of the plane. 1108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. Only one uh, delay anywhere in the DMV. This is southbound 95. This is because of the work zone that is south of Marine Corps Base Quantico. Uh, It starts about uh, two miles or so south of Quantico, heading all the way to Virginia 610 for Garrisonville, Aquia. This new road construction takes away the left shoulder, left lane, and center lane, and there is a brief delay getting through the far right lane. Once you clear that, southbound 95 after US-1 in Spotsylvania, two left lanes blocked because of the work zone, and the work zone bridge work on northbound 95 at Dale Boulevard, Right lane is getting by with the left lane and center lane blocked. When you get to the beltway, looking okay, not seeing any work zones either side between Springfield and the Wilson Bridge and no major work zones to worry about uh, either side of the beltway from 95 past 66 heading up to the American Legion Bridge. On 66, both directions at the Roosevelt Bridge, watch out for maintenance activities. You're going to find the right lane closed. And then also westbound 66, uh, just west of the beltway, road widening operations causing very 
various lane closures. More road work on 66 westbound, just west of US 50 in Fairfax, heading all the way out to uh, the Fairfax County Parkway in Centerville. Maintenance operations through westbound right lane is blocked. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down. Not a cent out of pocket, Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. All right, Ken, it's Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Expect mostly to partly cloudy skies this evening. Those clouds are moving out. Overnight, some scattered clouds will turn over to some patchy fog. Our temperatures by morning, 30 to 38 degrees, with a high temperature forecasting tomorrow of 54 to 55 degrees. Beautiful skies with sunshine finally back across the area. Another weathermaker quickly moves in for Friday morning. There'll be a few scattered showers turning over to sunshine by the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Upper Marlboro is freezing now, 32. Woodbridge at 33. D.C. 38. A lot of the suburban areas could be around 30 overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute, and this was a day about the power of words. Words from Federal Reserve Chair Jay Powell after the central bank's policymakers' first meeting of the new year. Powell says it is not likely interest rates will start dropping in March. The stock averages then dropped with more speed, falling three-quarters to more than 2%. The Dow down 317, the NASDAQ 346, the S&P 79. Words, too, from Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun offered a public my bad quote we caused the problem on a conference call referring to the fuselage panel blowout on a 737 max 9 this month and words of apology from meta platform ceo mark zuckerberg at a senate hearing over why social media companies haven't done more to protect children from sexual exploitation zuckerberg stood up and faced families of victims in the hearing room to deliver the impromptu apology after one senator asked whether facebook and instagram should compensate victims from the bloomberg news Room. I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. We will talk more about Zuckerberg's testimony and that apology and what it all may mean for your child's safety on social media coming up with the Washington Post tech reporter in a few minutes. Checking the uh, numbers here from the Asia-Pacific markets, it's mixed. South Korea is up 1.5%. Hong Kong is rallying as well, but Tokyo stocks are down 1%. Stay with us tonight. It's 11-12. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Later this half hour, we'll tell you about a local police officer who was accused of fraud. That is, putting in time that he said he worked with the police department while he was doing something else. Stay with us on WTOP. 
It's 1114. I'm still going for it, even with higher stroke risk from atrial fibrillation and a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Over a three-year study, Eliquis Apixaban tablets reduced stroke risk better than warfarin, and over 97% of Eliquis patients did not experience a stroke. A first stroke occurred in 2.9% of warfarin patients versus 2.3% of Eliquis patients. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without asking your doctor. It may increase your stroke risk. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding, unusual bruising, or tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. Medications such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners may increase bleeding risk. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call one 1- Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 1115, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks very much for being with us tonight. Five of the most powerful tech CEOs were on Capitol Hill tonight to answer questions about whether they're doing enough to protect kids online and social media. The Senate Judiciary Committee hearing lasted nearly four hours. At one point, the CEO of Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, offered an apology to families who were holding photos of the children they lost because of incidents on social media. They were right there in the hearing room. Because A bit difficult to hear there with the applause and the placement of the microphone, but Zuckerberg said he was sorry for the families that have suffered due to all of this. Naomi Nix, Washington Post tech reporter, joined us earlier for a closer look at this hearing, different than others, where Zuckerberg used to come up to Capitol Hill and smugly answer questions. Here he was apologizing. We talked about that. You know, I think it was really different because of those victims, because of the families in the room that did take the tenor up a notch. And I think what was also different is I think we saw less political divisions among the different parties. It was clear that both Democrats and Republicans were on the same page about pushing forward a package of bills to address um, sexual abuse a content on online platforms and to address just some of the youth safety issues when it comes to social media companies. How about the line from uh, South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham to the CEOs, you have blood on your hands. That also perhaps has not been so starkly laid out before. That was another notable moment. And remember, the lawmakers reputedly brought up, you know, sort of a laundry list of harms. There are parents who've complained about their children finding drug dealers on these social media platforms. There are parents who've complained about, you know, how their children have been bullied repeatedly on their platforms. There are families who've complained about how their children, you know, ended up committing suicide because of the abuse or the toxic content that they discovered on that platform. And so, you know, when the lawmakers did talk about life and death issues, you know, that that wasn't totally hyperbolic. There have been some really tragic stories, you know, linking social media to the deaths of vulnerable young people. So in terms of fixing things going forward, because people still like to use 
social media. Is Europe the guide? Uh, from what I understand, you, you have a lot more privacy in Europe online and, uh, and a lot more protection. Yes. Look, Europe has done a lot more in terms of passing legislation to force tech companies to take bolder actions in terms of protecting young people, but really in, in, in a lot of other ways too. And so the U.S. is behind that committee. The Senate Judiciary Committee did pass a package of, of bills back in, in May aiming to address child exploitation on social media. Um, one thing we heard from lawmakers today is that they want those bills to make it to the floor for a vote. I think the political situation just in an election year, that that's going to be, you know, getting that bill all the way to the White House and passed, I think that's going to be difficult. But I think there is some sense in, in that they want to make some more progress. But yeah, while things have languished in Washington, we have states who are passing Laws that are moving forward, passing laws to, you know, requiring parental, parental involvement in terms of app downloads or controls for some of these apps. And then we have our international um, counterparts in Europe also passing laws that are regulating the social media companies much more rigorously. Naomi Nix is Washington Post tech reporter. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks, let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP traffic center. Thank you, Dimitri. An accident-free ride all through the DMV, both in Maryland and in Virginia. In Maryland, there are some work zones going on, including in Anne Arundel County, where at the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span is closed. Two-way operations on the westbound span, one lane either direction. 97 northbound after Route 50 heading up to the 332 interchange in Millersville. Right lane blocked in various locations because of road work. And then westbound 100 between WBNA Road and Exit 11. That's for 170 Telegraph Road going westbound. you find two Right lanes are blocked because of the ongoing road work. In Frederick County, on both directions of 270, the area between 109 in Hydestown and Maryland 80 in Urbana, single lane getting by the work zone looks to be a mobile work crew, so beware of various locations. Beltway outer loop in Prince George's County at Pennsylvania Avenue, right lane closed, and then 198 in Laurel, the westbound direction between 4th Street to 5th Street, two left lanes are blocked because of the road work. And then Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound ramp to Maryland 410 for New Carrollton. That ramp closed because of the work zone in Montgomery County on eastbound 200 prior to uh, New Hampshire Avenue. That's the intercounty connector. Two left lanes closed because of road work. Also have work work going on on Maryland 355 northbound between Central Avenue to Rosemont Drive. Two left lanes on the right shoulder closed. Only the far left travel lane is open and traffic getting by in that lane without too much difficulty. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Clouds are moving out, and with light winds, there may be some patchy fog that starts to form overnight. Our temperatures will continue to drop down to about 30 to 38 degrees by early Thursday morning. February 1st will kick the month off with temperatures that will be much higher than average. Average now is 46 degrees. I'm forecasting 55 for the afternoon. Again, lots of sunshine. And a few showers expected Friday morning before we get some sunshine back for the afternoon. High temperature just around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Hyattsville 33, Herndon 29, Foggy Bottom 38 degrees, and some of us down to about 30 overnight. In the case of Herndon, below 30 degrees at 39. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. 
top stories we're working on at WTOP. One 16-year-old girl stabs another to death over a fight over McDonald's sweet and sour sauce after pleading guilty. What is the girl's future? A tense and emotional Senate hearing today about the risks that social media pose to young people. At one point, Meta's CEO stood up to offer an apology to families in the room who had lost a loved one. The Washington Commanders now the only team in the NFL without a head coach, as one possible contender is now heading to Seattle. Keep it here for details on these stories and more. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Dave Preston here, and if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. Presto's picks win. 9-3 against the number during the playoffs, and I'm leaning towards Kansas City for the big game. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Presto to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Presto. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Test your newsmaker knowledge this Saturday and Sunday morning in the 8 o'clock hour with the Mystery Newsmaker Contest. We'll play the voice of someone you've heard in the news this week on WTOP. Guess the newsmaker for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Joe Bonamassa live in concert on Saturday, February 4th at the Theater at MGM National Harbor. For tickets and information, visit Ticketmaster.com. That's the mystery newsmaker this weekend only from Washington's top news, WTOP. At 11.23, body-worn camera footage of last week's deadly confrontation between D.C. police and a man near North Capitol Street has been released tonight. Police say the man jumped out of an ambulance and charged at an officer with a metal object. The video shows morning rush hour traffic at a halt on North Capitol Street and police chasing a man in mental health crisis who assaulted an ambulance crew before running away. Executive Assistant Police Chief Jeffrey Carroll describes the video which shows the man coming at an officer with a metal object in his hand. The involved officer and the witness officer gave multiple commands to the individual to drop it. The individual refused and ran towards the involved officer with the object raised. Chief Carroll says the metal object appears to be a tire pressure gauge. Police are investigating the use of force, and the entire case will be reviewed by the U.S. Attorney's Office. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A former Metro Transit police officer faces more than a year behind bars for beating an unarmed rider with a metal baton. This happened almost six years ago. The Justice Department says 49-year-old Andrew Vance was sentenced tonight to a year and a day in prison for his actions. Prosecutors called it a violent, brutal beating of a citizen by somebody cloaked in police powers. A D.C. police officer, meantime, is under arrest, accused of defrauding the D.C. government. 35-year-old Mark Davis is charged with first-degree fraud. D.C. Police's Internal Affairs Division found that between 2021 and last year, Davis was working another job at the same time that he was reporting as an on-duty cop with MPD. Davis's police powers were revoked last June, and he was placed on non-contact status. He's been a police officer in D.C. since 2014. 11 25. Sports at 25 and 55. 
and Rob Woodfork. Well, it was fun while it lasted. The Wizards' first win streak in nearly a calendar year ends at two games after a 125-109 loss to the L.A. Clippers interim coach Brian Keefe. I loved our fight in the first half. I thought we came out, we competed only down six of the half. They made a quick burst in that third quarter. I think we had yeah, a little more turnovers. We probably would have liked that quarter. They led us some runouts. That was the difference in the game. To his point, the Wiz were outscored 40-19 to in the third quarter of what was their ninth straight home loss. The Maryland women lost at home to Indiana for the first time in program history, falling 87-73 to the 10th-ranked Hoosiers. And Coach Brenda Freeze says playing without the injured Cheyenne Sellers was a big factor. The second half, we outscored them 43-35. to Obviously, the patience of, you know, losing Shy and, you know, turning around after Penn State and having one practice to... You know, insert Bree at the point and, and our rotations, uh, that all has an impact. It gets tougher for the Terps as third-ranked Iowa comes to College Park Saturday with Caitlin Clark on a heater.